wonderful people. Thank you for tuning in to the Locked On Hoosiers podcast, the very first episode. I could not be more excited. I am your host, Jacob Rude. Thank you for making Locked On Hoosiers part of your day today. I hope it can be something that will become part of your regular schedule as we get this podcast kicked off. Uh, Excited is going to be a word I use quite often because uh, I could not be more excited to finally be getting this underway. And to get this started, uh, it's an awesome time for IU Athletics, and uh, it's just a great time to be talking about IU Sports. Um, I look forward to talking with all you guys. I want this to be a conversation. Um, I want your guys' input. You can follow me, as I said. I have a very easy Twitter at. It's just at Jacob Rude. Um, you'll be able to follow the show at Locked On Hoosiers here shortly. Today's inaugural episode is brought to you by Locked On Big Ten. There's simply no better place to get all the news on the Big Ten Conference than with Big Ten Ben Stevens and the Locked On Big Ten Podcast. Follow the Locked On Big Ten Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Locked On Hoosiers at the same place um, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Leave a rating and review if you can. It's a huge help. Obviously, you guys know that. And again, I appreciate you guys tuning in to help support this as we get this started. We'll be working out the kinks and the... uh, in the show and try to get things running smoothly but uh for now i appreciate you guys uh joining in and in a time suffering through uh this with us but today we have a packed show there's so much stuff from this summer that i want to talk about that i'm going to try to fit it all in not all of it but a, a good bit of stuff into the show today we'll have plenty to talk about this week and as we build up to a uh, college football season, it's exciting. So today's show, we will start with uh, what everybody in sports is kind of talking about, how your the Hoosiers are doing in the Olympics. Uh, spoiler, it's really good. Um, then we will look at the first IU Too Deep depth chart for the college football season released a little over a week ago now, but uh, gives you some insight as we start or get closer to um, the first practice of the fall season. So um, we will take a look at that, and then we will end it taking a look at the uh, upcoming NBA free agency. This show will be out on Monday, and Monday evening Eastern time is when free agency starts. There's a couple notable former Hoosiers that will... Uh, We'll be entering free agency and could be in different landing spots, so we'll see a little bit about what uh, the market will look like for them. We'll dive right into the uh, Hoosiers in the Olympics. I don't know about you guys. I love watching the Olympics. Um, It is one of the highlights every four years. I guess in this case every five years. So um, I... I'm a bit of a night owl. That has worked out wonderfully with this Olympics because I can watch um, into the night, watch everything live, and then the next day I can leave the the TV on, catch up what I missed out on, and have it run right into live stuff again. So me personally, I've enjoyed this. Now um, I don't. It's not been ideal for everyone else because of the time difference. Uh, I believe there's a 13 hour time difference in the East Coast. So. Um, but there have been a handful, uh, more than a handful, quite a bit of Hoosiers um, at Tokyo in the Olympics. Obviously, a good chunk of them 
we're swimmers and divers, and IU um, has a good chunk of medals um, to show for it. So maybe the not just the biggest name for IU at the Olympics, one of the biggest names, at least in swimming at the Olympics, is Lily King. Um, no finger-wagging this year, though she certainly is not ever one that is at a loss for words. Um, she, no gold this year. Um, most of the swimming, I believe actually all of the swimming, um, is done. And that is the majority of what these uh, IU athletes are in. So she did finish with a silver in the 200-meter breaststroke. Lost to a uh, world record time. Um, so nothing to really hang your hat on in there. But it was what she said afterwards that was quite interesting and honestly quite truthful. Uh, after she wins a second, she said, quote, pardon my French, but the fact that we're not able to celebrate silver and bronze medals is, I think you know what that uh, <laughs> the French word would be, so to speak. But um, she's right. I mean, it, it's kind of this stigma where it's either gold or bust with, uh, with American athletes. And um, so her speaking out on that is awesome. Um, she gets a silver in the 200-meter breaststroke, third in the 100-meter breaststroke, which was kind of her event um, five years ago in Rio. But she lost to uh, an American, Lydia Jacoby, who, if you guys have not seen, 17-year-old, amazing story. Um, go look up if you haven't seen the celebration video. Her, I believe it was her high school, had a watch party, um, and... When she won the, won the gold, everybody just went crazy. I love seeing those reactions of the family, of the friends. So that was amazing to see. Um, you can't help but smile when watching that. Um, so Lily, no gold this year, but still coming home with medals um, and still making Hoosiers proud. Andrew Capabianco and Mike Hickson won the silver in the men's synchronized three-meter springboard. Uh, Capabianco is still competing individually. He is in the semifinals of the three-meter springboard. Those will air Monday, hopefully as you're listening to this, at 9 p.m. on NBC Olympics. The finals will be at 2 a.m. on CNBC on Tuesday, uh, <laughs> just as kind of the nature of trying to find everything that is on. Um, bit of a mess, so... Uh, hopefully he will be in those finals, and if you're night owl like me, you can catch them. Um, Zach Apple, uh, one of the handful to win um, gold in these uh, Olympics for IU. He won the 4 by 100 meter relay, uh, world record time um, with Caleb Dressel, who I'm sure probably a lot of you have heard. Um, he swam the anchor leg as the freestyle Um he was joined on that team by Blake Pironi, who did not swim in the final, swam in the uh, prelims. He swam anchor during those. He was he also receives a gold. And then in the 4x1 freestyle relay, Apple and Pironi again won gold. Apple swam the anchor. Uh, Caleb Dressel started. Pironi went second. And then Apple swam the anchor um, to help USA win the gold there. Um, and Jessica Parado, one of the wilder stories, she wins silver in the 10 meter synchronized platform diving, 
she only teamed up with her teammate Delaney Schnell at the Olympic trials after Schnell's partner was injured. They go on to win silver, which is insane to think of, um, considering synchronized anything. You have to be kind of in tune with your partner, so what a, a wild story there. Two other competitors I want to note real quick. Shay LaRoche, Canada's women's water polo team, has five goals through three games. Um, Canada is 1-1-1 one, one, and one during those games, but did advance to the uh, knockout play. They will play Spain on Tuesday, who they lost 14-10 in in group play. Uh, LaRoche had two goals in that. And then Gabby Renee, um, or Rennie, I'm, I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce it, but she was on the New Zealand women's soccer team um, as an attacker. She came on as a sub in all three games, but she scored one of their two goals in the uh, in the Olympics. It came in the 91st minute of a 2-1 loss to Australia. Um, she came on as a sub in the final 10 minutes against USA, then came on as a sub um, for the final five minutes for Sweden in a 2-0 loss. So um, a lot of success, a lot of IU athletes in the Olympics that uh, I'm sure are making all of us proud. Stick with me because in segment two, we will look at the two deep depth chart and take a look at some of the more interesting positions and where to pay attention to going into practice. Before we get to that, though, did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, you're missing out on coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, Cookies and cream, give me cookies and cream, anything, and I will be a, a happy man. Uh, and German chocolate. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mix box, which uh, where where you'll get two of each for all nine flavors. Um, not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're healthy too. Uh, only seventeen to or excuse me, seventeen to eighteen grams of protein, calories ranging from one thirty to one eighty. Only four to five grams of sugar. Um, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. So amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today and get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like, whatever flavor you like. Built Bar is also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. And uh, with the Olympics going on, I'm sure everybody will be watching track and field coming up. So go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order um, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. Looking at IU's 2 deep depth chart, just seeing it come across my timeline uh, last week, honestly just got me even more excited for football. Um, I don't know. I, I would certainly say there's never been a time I've been this excited about IU football. After last season, after what Tom Allen is building, I'm sure I am echoing what everybody else is saying, um, and I am, for the first time certainly ever, counting down to the, the days until the start of the season. We're just over a month away. We will talk a lot of football here in the coming weeks, days, in the, the coming month, and in, into the season. I'm going to try to pace ourselves because I don't want to make this all football, but certainly uh, with the season coming up, that's what we're looking forward to. Um, a couple of interesting um, things to note in this two depth or two deep depth chart. Say that ten times fast. Um, 
and a couple of positions to kind of keep an eye on. Uh, we'll, we may talk a little bit about position battles and and whatnot um, in, a, in some coming episodes, but first thing my eyes went to was quarterback. Penix is listed at number one. Seems to be healthy, seems to be um, practicing. I'm sure we'll get more on that once practices start and media starts talking to Tom Allen more regularly. Um, but Penix listed as the number one quarterback. Um, everything is going to kind of uh, revolve around him in a lot of ways. And um, while Jack Tuttle did amazing last year stepping in, um, the ceiling is never higher with IU football than with Penix um, leading the way. So, um, in a sense, where he goes, IU football goes. So, uh, my next next place I looked, uh, running back, because um, that is perhaps the biggest um, hole, The at least offensively. Stevie Scott was incredible during his time at IU. Will be sorely missed, but Indiana has some interesting options available. Um, Samson James is maybe the the leader among the incumbents. Um, He stepped up many times um, in his first two seasons at IU, had a huge bucket game. Um, So it'll be interesting to see him versus Tim Baldwin Jr., who uh, transferred in from USC, former five-star recruit, um, and IU kind of killed it in the transfer market, um, which will be another topic we'll discuss at some point in the lead-up to the season. Um, the transfer portal has become this big talking point. Um, however you feel about it, Indiana has definitely mastered it right now, to be honest, because they've landed some huge transfers Um and have really had impact players come in, and uh, we will see with Tim Baldwin. He is listed as number one on the two-deep depth chart. Samson James is behind him. There's, uh, As we saw in previous years, even when Stevie Scott was there, they go maybe not necessarily running back by committee, but a lot of guys are going to take snaps in the backfield. Um, the other big spot to watch with Wap Fillier going, um, see who steps into his place, DJ Matthews Jr. Again, another... Um, transfer. He is currently listed number one as kind of your slot re- or yeah your slot receiver for next season. Um, he transferred from Florida State University, um, where he had he was a mainly a punt returner there. But again, another um, high, more high profile recruit. Um, he only had eighty four receptions for eight hundred and nine yards and thirty five games at Florida State. Um, IU lands him. will be very interesting to see how he fits into the pass game because Wap failure was a huge part of it. Um, Ty Freifogel's back. He's listed at number one at, at one of the receiver spots. Miles Marshall is the other. Um, a couple other familiar names. Javon Swinton um, had a couple big catches last season. He's certainly going to get some time. Um, you could see David Ellis, who is listed as a running back, he kind of moves all over the place. He could see time in the slot. Um, but that kind of short passing game was really important for IU last season, especially with how much they struggled to run the ball. That almost operated as the rush last season at times. So um, we will see how DJ Matthews is able to 
I mean, you're certainly not going to fill Wap Fillier's shoes because he was one of the better ones to ever play wide receiver. He finished pretty high up on all of the rankings. If he'd come back this season, he would have had a pretty good shot at breaking all of the receiver rankings, career rankings. So um, certainly not going to fill his shoes, but we will see how DJ Matthews is able to and see if Ty Freifogel is able to step up and... um, repeat last season that'll be just a big question across the board for IU football is if they can repeat what they were able to do last season so uh, the other looking at the offense the other thing to note the offensive line which struggled honestly struggled mightily at times last year and um, that is why Penix had to throw seemingly a hundred times versus Ohio State nearly throw IU to a victory Um, so it'll be a lot of eyes looking at them to see if they can improve um, your tackles, Caleb Jones and Matthew Bedford, are back this season, but the interior of the line has changed up. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where who shakes out where, um, where guys fit in, and really just finding the right combination to have success this season. Um, it is a place IU needs to um, solidify. You need a run game. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they're able to do. Um, defense, there are a couple big holes, um, but you have so much talent coming back. Uh, Marcelino Ball, who missed last season, seemingly been at IU forever now. Um, this is his final, final season. Hopefully he can stay healthy because if he will, or if he is, he will um, kind of help fill the hole left in the secondary of Jamar Johnson, who underrated despite being a, a first-team all-conference last season. Um, so uh, he'll be huge. Cam Jones, Micah McFadden are back. Reese Taylor's back. Um, Devon Matthews is currently slotted into the safety position vacated by Jamar Johnson. Um, he will be back, um, but they're may not be a more talented player on the defense than Taiwan Mullen, who um, was a joy to watch. He will be that guy on the defense this year. We will talk a lot about him. Um, It's an exciting time for IU football. And as I said, we will, this week, we will continue talking about them, but um, couldn't let that too deep go by without just kind of sharing my first thoughts looking at it and just kind of seeing where some of those position battles will be. Um, As we move on to segment three, uh, we will look at NBA, basketball, free agency coming up, um, see what IU guys will be on the move, and um, see who might be getting paid what in the coming days. If any of you are like me, Uh, you're a little bit of a betting fiend. I enjoy doing it. Not always good at it, but when I do hit, I am sure to let everybody know. If you're looking to start betting, it's legal obviously now in Indiana. has been for a while. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Uh, Baseball season, full swing. You can track all the action on bet online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, UFC, MMA, before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news. Sign up for bonuses, contest, contest information, 
Um, if you're a Reds fan like I am, go bet on um, see if Joey Votto is going to hit another home run, which he seems to be doing a ton of of late. Uh, White Sox fan, go see. Uh, they've already clinched the division. Uh, see how big that lead's going to get in the coming weeks. And if you're a Cubs fan, I feel sorry for you because it's going to be a lot of losses coming in the next few months or weeks. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Use the code Locked On and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. We will wrap up today's episode talking about NBA. I know um, this is one of the most exciting times of the year for NBA fans. Just the roster movement, um, teams, players changing, and 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 whatnot. So um, we're entering free agency. As I said, if you're listening to this on Monday, it starts Monday at six o'clock. A lot of stuff is going to happen, I I think, in this whirlwind. It's typically a pretty fast-moving free agency now. So um, if you're on Twitter, if you're on social media, if you're on, just turn on ESPN. They're certainly going to have some stuff. But a couple names worth watching if you're IU fans. Cody Zeller um, is entering free agency for first time in his career. Um, It's wild to say, but the way NBA contracts work, um, teams have control of players through basically their first seven years, um, somewhere around then. So Cody is 27 years old and entering free agency for the first time. Um, if you guys didn't get a chance, I would recommend listening to the Woj pod, W-O-J pod. Um, a recent one, uh, it's Adrian Wojnarowski, NBA reporter for ESPN, did with Cody Zeller. Um, kind of gave some insight on uh, his career, um, what he's looking for in his next team. Talked a little bit about IU as well. Gave a little tidbit that uh, when he came to IU, he actually intended on staying all four years. But uh, like his brothers, Tyler at UNC and Luke at Notre Dame, wasn't until after his first year where he was talking to Tyler, he said that uh, Tyler made mention or asked him uh, if he was going back to IU, and that's when it kind of hit that he could leave early. So um, he talked in that podcast, and he's talked a couple times. For those that don't know, I was credentialed to cover the Hornets last year, so I talked to him a bit during the season, and in his exit interview, he basically talked about his desire to compete for or to play for a competitor. So um, a title contender is what he wants, a – um, a competitive team, and he said he's open to playing a backup role. Um, if you're open to playing a backup role, you're not typically worried about what you're going to get paid. And um, Cody's been paid quite a bit. Um, he is coming off a four-year, $56 million deal. That came after a $17 million rookie contract. So his first eight years, um, he's made north of $70 million. So um, money doesn't seem to be an issue or as much of one um, this offseason, so it'll be interesting to see what contender he lands on. Or maybe he just takes more money and goes back with a team uh, like the Hornets or, or a team that is able to pay him more money. As exciting as Cody's free agency will be, the flip side, unfortunately, to that right now is Victor Oladipo, um, who at one point looked destined for stardom with Indiana, 
Um, he spent his first couple seasons bouncing around, lands in Indiana, um, and it felt like home. It looked like he was comfortable, and he exploded in his first season. Um, had the best season of his career, 2017-18, makes an all-star game, just incredible, goes toe-to-toe with LeBron in the playoffs. Um, the next year, though, uh, 2018-19, suffers a pretty nasty, pretty gruesome quad injury, ruptured his quad, and it's not an injury that happens in the NBA often, and he struggled to come back from it. Um, he only played 36 games that year, only played 19 games the following year, came back inside the bubble, tried to play, um, didn't look great, tried to play in the playoffs inside the bubble as they got swept in four games by Miami, who eventually made the finals. Wasn't a great experience. Struggled early in 2020-2021 this past season. Um, Couldn't really get things going. Was traded to Houston as part of the deal that brought Karis LeVert to Indiana. Um, Houston was abominable, um, and they were hoping he that Oladipo would stay on the court, revitalize some of his um, trade value, and they could flip him at the deadline. He couldn't stay on the court, although he looked decent at times. Um, he was traded at the deadline and then played all of four games in Miami and suffered another quad injury there hasn't been a ton of information about what really happened he had surgery Um, one of the only reports came from ESPN's Brian Windhorse who said on a podcast shortly after the injury that there's a chance he could be out the entirety of next season so unfortunately there's not really an idea of what um, the market's going to be for him he may not even get signed until he's healthy and kind of can prove he'll stay healthy Um, so it'll be interesting to see what Happens to him, he could he could land anywhere. I really don't have much of a, a feel for that. Um, Juwan Morgan, a more recent uh, IU player, he will enter restricted free agency. He spent the last two seasons in Utah, um, largely playing spot minutes off the bench, though his role kind of increased at times um, throughout the last season. He played in 29 games this year, but only averaged 5.1 minutes. Um, Utah is a title contender, or they have title aspirations, so it's hard for him to get on the court. Um, it'll be interesting to see what type of contract he gets, and if it's a if he can land in a position where possibly he can develop more and get more playing time. But um, he's still bouncing around in the league a little bit. And Yogi Ferrell, not technically a free agent, he signed on with the Clippers at the end of the season last year. Um, and signed a, a couple 10-day contracts and then signed on for the rest of the year, and included in that was a second year, a non-guaranteed year. Um, there's a, a chance he is cut this offseason since it's a non-guaranteed deal. Um, he only played 10 games last year. He has struggled to really find a home in the NBA, um, and he, he had the breakout season in Dallas, um, stayed in Dallas for the following year and then has bounced around from Sacramento. He was down in the bubble last year with the Kings, ne- didn't get a ton of playing time. He was in Cleveland to start the season, um, only played two games, and landed with the Clippers. Played a little bit, um, but really it was at the end of the year and when the Clippers were kind of tanking their way, 
trying to manipulate playoff matchups and whatnot. So um, hasn't really found a landing spot, but um, he's still he's still moving around the league. He could still be with the Clippers next season. We will see, but um, kind of hard to tell where he is going to land. But it'll be interesting to watch him where all these guys land. I will provide updates as guys sign contracts in the coming days um, to see where everybody lands. Um, but that is all for our inaugural episode of Locked on Hoosiers. I hope I was, uh, hope it was interesting enough for you guys. Please, I want this to be a conversation. I want to hear from you guys. As I said, at Jacob Rude is my Twitter. My DMs are open. Let me know what you liked. Um, let me know what you want to hear about. If you have questions, things you want to talk about on the, the podcast, tweet me your questions. Um, leave a rating. Leave a review if you want to hear things on the, the podcast. Leave a review and let me know. Um, but I appreciate everything. Um, you got all the support you guys have given so far. Um Later on in the week, we have a couple other things to talk about. Maybe dive in a little bit more on some of the position battles in um, football coming up. Talk a little bit. The Crossroads Classic is done. Maybe we'll talk about some of the memorable moments from that and what it can mean moving forward. Um, And talk a little bit about uh, IU football has a whole bunch of guys on watch list. So we'll look at that as well. I'll continue giving updates on guys in the Olympics, um, see where um, they finish the final few competitors. But um, again, thank you all for subscribing, hopefully, um, and following along. Um, And before we go, I mean, betting on the Indiana Hoosiers or college football doesn't have to be a guessing game. So um, if you're in the spirit, listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q. And handicapping expert Lee Sterling get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag wherever you get your podcasts.